0: Hey everyone, it's Salman Qureshi. You're listening to the Expat Brat Podcast. And I hope you've been having a great, great week so far. It's only Tuesday and uh, you basically have just got back to work yesterday. But maybe it was a great Monday. You know, maybe you walked in and your boss looked at you and said, come into the office and you quivered a little bit and you followed your boss into the room. And they sat down and they looked at you and they said, you know, you've been working so hard, we're giving you a bump in your pay. And here's some bonus money just for the heck of it. Not for the heck of it, but because you deserve it. You're my number one employee. Without you, this company would have shut down two days ago. Just two days ago, because that's where, that's where we were about to go bankrupt. But that, that deal you clinched, that Excel sheet you updated, that less bottle of water you used in the pantry that saved us, man, that saved us in here. <clears throat> I don't know. maybe it was if it was like that, that's great, right And that that extra money and that bonus uh, probably makes you then kind of go all right, I can uh, I can take all the other crap that comes with this job like, My moronic uh, colleagues and equally idiotic uh, clients. Yeah. And all the brain numbing work I have to do every day because someone wants to see a report at the end of the month. (laughs) Oh, I don't miss corporate work sometimes. But I genuinely hope, I genuinely hope that's the kind of week you're having already. And that you have something to look forward to, at the end of the week or during the week, you know. Actually, every day of this week, that's how much I'm trying to bless, send blessings to you into your, into your week. All right, so you have a great, great week. Um, I've heard psychologically that if you have something to look forward to, particularly like a holiday or something, then it helps your mood, and so. I don't know how that works exactly. Is it can you fool your brain? Can you just tell yourself next month I'm going to the Bahamas and uh <laughs> and that will trigger your brain to be happier and content with life? But then you have to deal with the emotion of disappointment when next month comes around and you're not in the Bahamas. And you're sitting behind a desk uh, looking at a screensaver of The Bahamas. and so Maybe that'll trick the brain into thinking you are there. I don't know. How much can you trick your brain before your brain goes, yo, <laughs> listen up. Uh, I'm in charge here and I know what you're trying to do. And it's not going to work anymore. <clears throat> or at least... Maybe, maybe it will, because you know that's how we keep fooling ourselves at our jobs, at our in our bad relationships, and any bad situation we're in. We like to have hope, so maybe this is a good way to deal with life. Just uh, to try for the next three months, and let me let me know how it goes. If it works, I'll write a book on it, sell it, and 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 become rich. Okay, that's uh, that's the plan. So in three months. In three months, you could be contributing to my success. That's something to look forward to as well, uh, at least for me. So, <laughs> have a go at it, and why not, right? Why, why shouldn't I cash in? Look, let's be honest. In this day and age, celebrities just need to be good at one thing before you start buying stuff from them in other stuff. Uh, for all the love I have for Johnny Depp as an actor, uh, seeing him on stage performing, I'm, I'm not sure he deserves to be up there. I don't know. I haven't really, uh, listened to him, so maybe I'm being, um, harsh, but it, you see it too often now. Like, <clears throat> celebs come out with a book, uh, uh, paintings. Paintings is a crazy one. Like, they're just selling for millions of dollars. Like, Jim Carrey's work. I don't, I, I I'm not an art, uh, expert or critic so i don't know if his work is good or not and i could be wrong maybe he's a great painter as well with maybe with all the money he made with movies wasn't he earning like 20 million dollars a movie at one point and he's like bored of that i I don't want to kill him for you know being bored of doing something you do so well and get paid so insanely for it anyway uh this um You know, so he's doing paintings and they sell. They sell for I I think the tickets just to get into one of his exhibitions for a couple sold for like ten thousand dollars at one point. So he's um would we really wanna buy his stuff if it wasn't him doing it? You know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's I, I, I am not sure about how much. But it's a great thing. A great power to have, which is, and I I think it's always been there. It's always been, um, you know, back in the day, it's only very recent that merit became a thing, isn't it? Otherwise, back in the day, uh, amateur gentlemen were kind of, you know, people with rich and had time for a hobby. They're the ones that discovered stuff. They're the ones that played sports. They're the ones that, were like kind of because because of their social circle and availability of time. If you weren't rich and affluent, then you'd you'd be busy washing your boxers all the time, right? Because you come back from from working in this factory where you're covered in suit and probably battling cancer on the inside and you know, just just covered in dirt and whatnot, and and then having to spend the whole night. Just washing it off, knowing tomorrow you have to go through this again. Maybe some of these people just gave up and showed up and that's how blackface started. Who knows? I don't know. Is that controversial to joke about? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But but you didn't have time to play with your own kids. Forget like researching something or having a hobby. (laughs) No one was paid in sports back then enough. And then something happened. Uh, And people started like, you know, hiring people who were actually good or or, or just more democratization. Did I say that right? I don't know. Um, And so people were able to get into more different things. Right. And I think generally it's been better. But when you look at the celebrity stuff and the influencer stuff, uh, Instagram stuff and whatnot, you kind of go. Yeah, I know um, Kim Kardashian knows how to pose and act. Why is she selling 10 other things that um, she hasn't done anything with? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Some of it is. So it'll always be there. I think it's just making a very strong comeback of sorts in a way because I think the painting thing, again, because my wife's an artist. Maybe I'm more, you know, maybe I'm just uh, uh, upset for her. Uh, but <laughs> if these guys. Get to perform or exhibit at these uh, places where a normal artist would die, and consider it a privilege to be, you know, be able to uh, use that platform, and instead, it's given to these guys. And I get it. There's a commercial reason because you all, all of us, are just gonna buy a known a quantity over uh, someone we don't know even if the work's great. So, what I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter if your work's great. It sucks. It does it, all of that it doesn't matter. What matters is do you do people know you enough to want to hire you? And I'm talking at the top level. If you are happy with doing a corporate job 8 to 5, then who cares? Maybe you'll get promotions and bonuses enough times to make it worth it for you. Um, and, and maybe it gives you a nice life. Who cares, right? But if you want to really, really uh, land at the top, then I think that's the way to go. You've got to create a name for yourself. And I know people co- go on about branding and uh, personal branding and blah blah blah. but I'm saying, go all the way, like go crazy, go crazy on online and and just be all about marketing. because <laughs> I honestly, Sometimes I think there are times in life when uh, when you're good at something, you'll pull through and you you you're so good that people around you just just gather and they um they make it happen for you, right? The universe makes it happen for you cuz you're so talented. Like I saw Tiger Woods documentary and the guy was shooting golf, you know, swinging the golf club really well at the age of 3, all right? I know it sounds great, but think about it. Like at the age of three, if you've had kids, you'll know some of them are still wearing diapers. You're still trying to get them to go to nursery without crying <laughs> and all all sorts of stuff. And this guy, this kid is just swinging golf clubs like an like a pro, all right? So when that happens, but unfortunately, you know, when that happens, then, um, then people gather around you, like I said, and, and, and things just flow for you. All right, and it's up to you to like make it go bust, like he did with his multiple incidents. Well, uh, just one—he got caught cheating. We all, you know, <laughs> and then he wrecked his car and stuff. Like, it was spectacular. It was spectacular. Let's just say. Um, But that was Tiger Woods, man, and he was talented. And let's be honest—I know people around you might have told you you were very talented at making flip flops. <laughs> And that's the kind of business you should get into. But just, just you know, take a moment. All right, take a moment, and um, and just ask yourself: Am I really that? T- Maybe you are, and that's great. All right, I'm not t- trying to discourage you. But uh, even if you are, well, what's my point? My point was actually, let me backtrack. My point was, if you are, um, even if you're really talented, the the problem is. If I don't know you, I'll just be like, I don't know if this is good or not, because most people are actually dumb. <laughs> Who studied art? We're collecting art. Everyone was buying NFTs because someone told them it's going to be worth something in a while, right? So that's what you got to project. You got to be. You got to project, celebrityness, so that people think, hey, his or her stuff is going to uh, uh, increase in value over time. So I better pick up some of this crap right now. Even if I find that painting with that baboon with psychedelic tie-dye colors around it extremely disturbing, (laughs) I I will pay some good money for it because at some point some other idiot will come around thinking it's double the value or maybe the artist will die. You know, I went to a Metallica concert. Where I won tickets, and they gave me um, a signed. It, it came with a signed. What do you call that? Not a T-shirt. It was what was it signed on? You know those drum kits. The the ding, the the bell like the chime type looking thing. God, I'm so ignorant. Uh, <laughs> so so that chime like thing. You know, it would look like a Chinese hat. If uh, anyway, so that that was it no 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 I, I remember it was the drum skin like <laughs> I'm sure there's another word for it but the drum like you know the 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 clot where you hit the stick on and <laughs> this is, um yeah so that bit they they all signed it and I had it for a while and I gave it to my brother I don't know if he still has it I should ask him if he lost it because he was a bigger fan of Metallica anyway I just thought at some point, that Metallica thing might become really valuable if one of them died. And then <laughs> I was just sitting around going, at least for the next six months, I was like, hey, you know, it might be great if one of these guys died right now. Like <laughs> that's, a, that's the kind of hope. I No more a fan. No more, uh, I hope they release another album. I hope I get to see them live again. It was die, guys, so that the thing I have of yours becomes much more valuable <laughs> and I can get rich off this. All right. So, and that's the mentality we have. I think when we get most of this stuff, also we think by using, um, something a celebrity has endorsed is definitely better and will make our lives happier. Right. That's also part of the deal. So, so that painting hanging on the wall with the baboon and the tie dye, uh, psychedelic colors background is, um, it's making our life better in some way. We don't know. We don't know how yet, right? But somewhere on the inside, we feel more confident because we know uh, a famous artist who who's actually known for uh, movies or crushing peanuts, for all we care, uh, <laughs> has painted this and stamped their name on it. So it's legit, and I am cool because I have one. Right. So now that I've given you the key to success, right, it's not hard work. It's not uh, talent. It's not actually what you can do. It's uh, who people think you are and can do. Uh, (laughs) There it's still, you know, in fairness, it still requires a lot of hard work because it's not easy getting famous. I know in the Internet time we often see people get famous for their first five minutes or whatever. Like Andy Warhol said, we'd all have our five minutes of fame. Was that was that the line? Something like that. And and so we can get that. But to sustain it and to become to a point where people are stupid enough to buy your awful paintings, then I, I think, you know, that does require a bit of hard work and intelligence of some sort to keep going. And I, I I'm just bitter because i I haven't you know I've had some really great stuff happen in my career and worked with some really big uh brands with big celebs. like I really look back and go, I've had a great ride, and you know I, I thankfully people do recognize you when you go out and stuff a, a lot of time, but um you know not that kind not that i I want to hit that level where people would be like, you know what Salman. Salman used this uh, tissue to sneeze into, and, and we're just going to pay a lot of money. And he's put it into a frame, and now it's uh, it's an art exhibition. And you know, it, it just means a lot. This that sneeze came at a point uh, where it just he was on the sets for his great movie, and uh, it was just before this pivotal scene. Uh, he wanted to sneeze. <laughs> he wanted to sneeze. So that his lungs would be clear, and he'd deliver this line in the Oscar winning moment uh, that he did have. You know, it's all because of the sneeze, and uh, and now we have it. And the exhibition is called Sal Sneezes. Uh, <laughs> and someone, someone just, you know, they have an auction war, and I claim it's gonna go for charity, but secretly I keep some of the money. <laughs> Maybe that's why, maybe that's why the universe and the God, uh, is not rewarding me for this stuff. Uh, and then it goes for like a few million dollars and everyone's like, "Oh, that's insane, but he totally deserves it. You know, that tissue, that exhibition was amazing. It changed my life. Uh, I don't know if any rich people actually talk like that. That's, uh, that's the opposite of rich people talk. I think, I think unless you're in Silicon Valley, maybe, huh? I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, so it just sells, and uh, and I secretly keep most of the money, and I send some of it to uh, some orphanage, and everyone's happier. Everyone's happy. The person who bought the thing will feel they own something important, and, and they'll assume some of that money has also helped uh, uh the, the, the needy and hey you know if anything a lot of people say i'm very needy so so there you go right uh it's not a lie and and obviously i'll be happier because i i've got more money in my account and i am celebrated so you know that's kind of cool and like i said some orphan orphanage some kid will be able to afford uh new shoes because i i will send at least that much who knows maybe five of them might be able to afford new shoes because, you know, the dollar is quite strong right now in versus developing countries. And obviously I sent it to a developing country orphanage um, unless I was really mean and I sent it to an orphanage in a rich country because then that would get me some political clout with the locals of that area. And that might help me even more. Oh, you know, I'm just talking through this stuff and I'm like, wow, there's so much potential. There's so much potential for me to gain so much, if if we can make this happen, all right. So guys, we got to make this happen, all right. Um, I'm if you are not following me yet <laughs> on my social media platforms, what are you doing listening to my uh, podcast? Go do it, man. Look, you think my idea is crazy? It's not. Look, um, if you've got money and fame, you can do anything. Like Saudi just announced this wall, just the city that is like the modern china wall but straight and made of glass and and we'll have a city living inside it who knows maybe maybe the ancient wall of china was supposed to be the same Mm -hmm. have we looked inside it i know david copperfield went through it that's an that's such an old reference that i don't think 90% Ninety percent of my listeners would get that. It's so sad, but maybe Google it. It was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool trick where the greatest magician that ever lived, at least in the TV era, uh, David Copperfield, so spectacular, so funny, much better than these street guys that I really hate watching. I would not even name them because I hate that so much. And he and one of his illusions was to walk through the Wall of China. And I don't know. You should ask him. Was there a city inside? Were there a lot of bunch of like you know dead bodies? <laughs> Sitting around going, we didn't think about the oxygen. Uh, well, they're dead, so they wouldn't say. But maybe they had it on sign, and it's David Copperfield, so he probably could read uh, Mandarin as well. You know, it's it's him. It's everything's possible. So uh, hey, if you don't believe me, that guy made Statue of Liberty disappear as well. Okay, all right. You don't believe me? Google that stuff. Okay, we don't doubt David Copperfield on on this podcast, and uh, <laughs> so. So, yeah, so so the, the Saudi guys, they want to build this wall city that's like, I don't know, a gazillion, just a straight line, like a straight tower. And they're calling it a skyscraper. And I'm like, what? What? Uh, it, yeah, you know, it's just crazy. And no one will say it to their face that this is a crazy idea because they know people will probably buy it. People will probably be like, I'll invest and uh, it, and, and it'll work uh and, and and all of us who are going but this sounds really stupid and not needed, right? <laughs> it's totally not needed. And but it'll happen in front of us and we'll be like, "What?" Th- that's the way it works. Like <laughs> so there's so many times I'm like, "That's a crazy idea. Government shouldn't be doing that. Uh, rich people shouldn't be doing that." But it happens. It doesn't matter that I think. And then it works. That's the worst bit, right? Shit works and you sit there and you go, Oh, man, Uh, maybe I should just do some more crazy ideas or something. Well, that's what I've been doing this whole podcast to formulate that crazy idea, you know, and sometimes things happen. Like I'm sure a lot of people for the longest of time said women's sports, screw it. But it's so funny to me that it's the English women's team, big, big up to them for for winning the trophy against a very good German uh, team as well. But it's nice because, you know, the whole time everyone's cheering on the guys, investing millions in them, talking about it for, what, since 1966. They're bringing it home, bringing it home. And the women just went, listen, we got this, all right? (laughs) They stepped out and stepped up and And to a record crowd, right? It was almost like 90,000 people in the stadium. That's amazing. It's great for women's um, sports. It just goes to show, of course, like I said, Crazy thoughts, crazy ideas can happen. So there's a little bit of motivation for you in this podcast, okay? Uh, yeah, there you go. Like I hope this has been inspiring for you as much as it has been inspiring for me. Because I'm definitely gonna go out, do more, much more crazier ideas, and believe in them and try them out. And if one of them succeeds, all the great, all, all, great for us, right? Unless it's like a crazy bad idea, like I, I'll go slaughter. Have genocide try to take over the world kind of idea. Don't do that. That's not what I'm inspiring you to do. I don't... (laughs) Did Hitler listen to a self-help book and go, I believe in myself now. I believe in myself. Uh, I I can't do a German accent. I've been made fun of that before. Anyway, um, that's the point. Uh, Don't have bad ideas. Just just, as long as it's a good idea, I hope you succeed in it. And wish me well as well. Uh, (laughs) um, Cool. Guys, uh, I've got to get going. It's um, it's a busy day. i gotta i finally gotta hit the gym again um because i've been avoiding exercise because of my LASIK eye surgery which is great now but so I, i i'm gonna go burn off some of this fat i've been accumulating over the last couple of weeks you guys have a great week ahead thank you for listening and i will catch you on the next episode uh Do send your comments and likes and shares and subscriptions and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Spread the love. Take care. Uh, Bye. Or as a dog would say, woof.